media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. So, Sunday morning it is. It means for the next two hours we talk marketing, branding, advertising, PR, journalism, all that sort of thing. And you can be a part of that discussion by... A, calling in on air, 0891-104207. Do say that number, 0891-104207, permanently that is. 34701 is the SMS option. And if you are tweeting, well, tweet to me, Ashraf Garda and SAFM Radio, but do use the hashtag media show. So we pick up a trend of the discussion and the type of chats we have all throughout the show. There's so much to talk about today, I can tell you, including a fascinating Facebook IEC collaboration, which is very significant in the light of this being another uh, weekend of voter registration. But before that, what about the issue of the media analyst. Now, you know, you've, you've, been check, you've been listening to the editors, I hope, and about uh, what the media has covered this week and what they're looking to cover in the future. But a lot of that is news stories, out-and-out out news stories. But outside of that is the issue of, of people analyzing whatever the situations may be in a country at that time. So what then is the role of a media analyst? And very importantly, really, just how influential are media analysts in setting uh, the news agenda. Think about that. Love to chat with you. Good morning indeed and welcome to the show. I've got two guests. Uh, Wadim Schreiner with me, former media analyst and director of the New Zealand-based communication consultancy Numetry Limited. Uh, Wadim, good good evening, I would think, or late afternoon for you. Hi. Uh, good uh, morning, Ashraf, I believe, for you guys. Uh, absolutely. Got it right. Okay. We have uh, Wellington Rado with me as well, who's the head of programs at Media Monitoring Africa. Wellington, I appreciate your time. Hi. Hi, Ashraf. Good morning to you and good morning to the listeners. Thank you. And because you are closer to us at home, that is, Wellington, I'm going to start with you. The, just, just your initial thought in terms of the, the role and, and, and just how influential is a media analyst when it comes to setting the news agenda. What, what do you think? Look, so basically the role of a media analyst is essentially like um, an economist would do, which is to give insight into the media issues at the time. Uh, and even before. Now, in terms of setting the news agenda, that's a very tricky one because what we're seeing nowadays is that the news agenda is not just necessarily set by the media or the media analysts, but also with the advent of social media, people are setting the news agenda. So the question again is, should the media analysts set the news agenda? Who should set the news agenda? Is it the politicians? Is it the citizens? Um, is it the media analysts? And I think the jury is still out there. Okay, and your answer to that? Should the, the media analyst set the news agenda? Sorry? Should the media analyst then set the news agenda? What's your answer to that question that you put forward as well? I, I think the most, the most important thing for a media analyst is to essentially offer the insights, unpack what media is covering and how they are covering their issues, and also try to connect the dots, because sometimes media, because of the fact that they have got to do a lot of work with very little resources and very little time, they tend to uh, not connect the dots. And I think the role of a media analyst is to show how media can connect those dots and point where they can get much more information and uh, essentially try to portray a country that is diverse as South Africa in its entirety. Okay, that's your initial thoughts. Wadim Shriner, what's your opinion? 
Well, I don't think a media analyst should set the agenda himself or herself, but I think a media analyst should go and help setting the agenda. And let me go and explain what I mean by that. I think when a media analyst sets the agenda and people start talking about him or her, then it is no longer about the knowledge and the insights and the expertise, but it becomes a personalized aspect in which people are going to go and dissect where the person stands on the left and on the right. And I think at the moment that that happens, um, then there's a problem. But a media analyst who floats somewhere between a political analyst and an economical analyst and probably a psychologist or sociologist should go and help um, making a bit more sense, a bit more clarity in a you know variety of different news points and just bring them to, to the front and that people essentially make up in which direction it goes. So if you ask me a question again, should the media analyst be setting agenda? Absolutely not. But as a result, people should be better at an understanding of what the media is setting the agenda for. All right. But I also welcome calls on this issue, 891 Having said that, Wadim, I mean, the, the fact that they, they should not, that doesn't mean they don't. That means that media analysts, in fact, do set the, the the news agenda because of the the power, because of the gravitas of of, of the words and the level of analysis that they put forth. Because in, in, inevitably, analysis happens after the event. I mean, they do. And I mean, you asked earlier on it was a hypothetical question: should they or should they not? So that's why I gave you the answer from almost a theoretical ethical background, and we couldn't say no. But of course, they do. They do um, set their agenda because simply of their name, their their understanding, and because. Um, they, they often have got insights that are between what the media has been writing and what other people have been reporting on, and that in itself makes them quite powerful figures because they seem to go and know things that other people don't. The, the danger, again, however, is that uh, you know it's always the definition of a media analyst because people don't really know where the person is situated, where the person comes from, and they're, just, they're, they're seen as experts, so therefore their opinion matters and as a result the more they, they, they express themselves the more they speak the more they're going to go and be used by other sort of sources and as a result um they will be driving at the agenda it, it shouldn't be that case but but yeah yes you're right it is the case and the question is why, why should it not i mean the the reality is the agenda is in fact let's take in this country if we're talking political issues which which uh, maybe all countries in the world uh political issues to a large degree dominates the the typical news agenda of a week in that country whether we're talking about panama or the uk in terms of where that prime minister is or our our country in, in so far as south africa is generally or wherever else in the world so in all those cases i would think that the individuals directly involved in that news story would in fact set the agenda now setting the agenda is not so much a deliberate intention you set the agenda by your actions anyway however the role of the political analyst then or in this case news analyst political analyst in terms of uh, bringing issues to the fore certainly could well play a massive role in shaping uh, if not the agenda then certainly public opinion i'll get you calls mike i'll get to you in just a second uh, wellington radu let's then talk about that part the that that in effect the the political analyst may not seek to 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 set the agenda but but does so anyway by by the sheer power of of the words uh, he or she chooses on air or in print Look, that's that's true, but also I think media is partly to blame on on that one because, uh, as what them was saying, what tends to happen is that media often have a set of analysts, and I qualify analysts um, as that are assumed to be to be to be experts or are experts in a certain area. And what what then tends to happen is that they often have to go to the very same analysts over various issues. So what that does is that it's the same analysts that tend to then sort of shape public opinion 
on a particular issue. Whereas if media would focus on a variety or a range of analysts, then perhaps you would end up getting a diverse of views. Although they would be setting the sort of like perspective that people would look at or think about issues, it would be essential, I think, for media to focus on a variety of analysts, for instance. Okay, that, that's from that side. But what about the, the media, or should I say the political analyst point of view? I mean, how, how do they approach going out uh, and doing their work? Let's get some calls. If you get on the air, short, sharp, one-line calls, please. I'd appreciate that. Uh, I suppose, Mike, in your opinion, as a caller, you become an analyst anyway. And that's really because you, you're analyzing a situation. Mike, go for it. Hi. Indeed, I am, and that's correct. I don't think the analysts should really be opinion formers, and nor should they set the agenda. But SABC is a bit of a curiosity. You know, we've had the Zuptas and our flee or just fled the country. A comment will be An- alleged. We, we actually don't know. Let's well, allege to write. No, well, okay, and I thought I may not be the same as, as going on a trip overseas for a business trip. Just making that. Well, okay. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Let's assume they have. But if they, you know, but whatever. The point I'm trying to make is that uh, whenever there's uh, a new uh, scandal breaking in, in, in the ANC. Uh, particularly, of course, um, what happens is we have a news, uh, we have an analyst. Very often, I ask myself the question: Well, let's see what the opposition parties have to say. But they never consulted on these issues, except in special kind of forums. And SABC uses an analyst in place of political parties, and that makes it gives the analyst a lot more power than he should have, because we really should be hearing the opposition's view on a particular scandal that's uh, just taking place, and then the analyst will get his analysis of that. But the analyst simply analyzes the whole the, the party itself and doesn't. We don't really get a good overview, and the analyst becomes a, almost like a political party in that okay, case. Thank got you. That. Thanks for that uh, contribution. Analyzing the situation, Mike, from uh, Newlands. Uh, what, what he was trying to, it gets me thinking, therefore, the, the, you know, w- w- when we talk about an analyst, and it's interesting, I'm going to use the words interchangeably between media analyst and, and political analyst. I mean, w- w- what is that person? Um, it's interesting that in the course of the conversation for the last five minutes, those two terms have been used always in the same way, mm-hmm. uh, media analyst and, and political analyst. And um, I, I suppose that is as a result of both of those roles not really kind of clearly defined, what makes an analyst or what makes a political analyst. And and I think anyone basically who has got you know some kind of a knowledge of politics or some kind of a knowledge of insight of what happens in political politics and the same thing about media, can in essentially become a, a analyst if, if he or she kind of understands it better. And I think the, the previous caller made a very valid point. You know, who, who becomes an analyst and when does an analyst actually become a source? I think um, there's a lot of people out there that have got lots of opinions, and that by default doesn't necessarily make them analysts. But um, because we're always looking for fresh stories and for fresh sources, and there's so many people with different opinions uh, making themselves available, media organizations tend to go and use them to either validate a specific political point or on the other side to go and create the, um, the aura of independence because if you're using a so-called analyst, it's, it's supposed to go and be independent. And I think the danger around that is that um, the, the viewer or the listener doesn't really have the knowledge about the background of that individual person and as such might very well be driven into a particular political opinion or a particular media opinion without that knowledge about where that particular analyst is actually coming from. Okay, I'll get to uh, further opinion six. Stick around. Faisal, we'll get to you. In fact, let's get to Faisal from Durban uh, right away. Faisal, go, for, go ahead. Hi. Hello, Chef. As a self-analyst, mm-hmm. uh, I say that uh, the, the ANC is in a situation whereby if the president steps down, it would be a very huge boost for the DA and the EFF. Therefore, they would need the president to stay on 
Okay, but wait, you, 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 you're commenting on, on an issue. I'm actually asking you to comment on the role of the analyst. What, what, in your opinion, just how much influence does an analyst have? Well, I think quite a lot, uh, depending on how you read the angle, you know. Okay, so quite a lot. It all depends on what uh, uh, your, your terms of reference. I'm borrowing a phrase that's used often by Joey Razdeen because he's in my mind because I attended a show last night where he was quite superb as always. Sig, go ahead. Hi. Hello, Ashraf. Yep. And you guess, uh, I think uh, uh, media analysts are the epitome of, of the news media. They are the epitome of journalism itself. They are the tellers of the truth because if they don't get the truth, if they don't tell the truth, they lose their credibility, and nobody will listen to those lousy programs of on the ENCA, which are wonderful. They aren't lousy. <laughs> well, what are you saying? Okay, let, let's then get to this issue then. So, so when you listen, when you listen to radio, when you watch the news, when you watch on TV, when you read articles, you, you get the news stories, the who, what, when, where, why. Then you actually get the analyst who tries and effectively what? Make, give, give us more sense. Give us an in-depth uh, insight uh, into something we don't quite know. Is that important to you, Sig? Is it important for you to get that? It's extremely important to get that because they are the super experts of the whole news scene. They watch the political and, and economic and whatever scene that, that is the future of our country and they don't want to run it down. Uh, and if they do, they lose credibility. And if they don't expose the president and 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 Gwedeman Tash immediately as they are making the statements, they come in immediately afterwards, if not during it, and they make. And well, they well, it's not it's not them. just even one or two people. I mean, the fact is, the media analysts you, you, you specific, you're specifying six. Thanks for that call. You're looking at just one or two people. In this case, you mentioned two people. The fact is, the media analyst job would be beyond that. It'll be like 20 years. It's talking about Mandela and Furvud and and all these sort of individual stuff. Pero, I'll get to you in in a minute. Uh, Wellington Radu, of course, is from the Media Monitoring Africa. I mean, would I then call you a media monitor or a media analyst, uh, Wellington? Look, I mean, a media analyst would do, but I think your caller, your previous caller, really nailed it when he spoke about about credibility, because that's the most important thing, especially if you are an analyst. Okay, well, well tell me about that. Expand. Because because the thing is, what we often don't think about, or maybe it's not it's not spoken about, is the fact that. People don't just receive news, for instance, and then just take it as is. People process it. People are not just blank slates. They engage with the content that they get. They also analyze whatever the analysts would have put forward. So they engage with it. And I think the most useful thing for an analyst is to remain credible. And But we all come from different ideological uh, perspectives and theoretical groundings. And that kind of like clouds our judgment or our opinions mm, on, on mm. different things. But if we try to, 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 to be as much credible as we can and be consistent and be open and transparent about one, our methodologies, uh, two, about the way we see things, where we're coming from and how we're approaching them, I think people will be in a better position to understand where we're coming from and where we're going. Well, it all goes back to that issue. Does the analyst actually have a role to play? Uh, Broad-based question. What Dim, your answer to that? Um, absolutely. And I'll, I'll give you a very simple idea. If you're looking at kind of the kind of journalistic basics, one-on-one of a normal news stories, the five W and the H, who, what, where, when, and how. So people are obviously, you know, watching that news story or listening to that news story and they're getting that information. And then they sit there and they're basically wondering, so what? So, so what does it mean to me? How is this relevant to me? 
and how does it impact on me? And that is indeed where the good media analysis is coming in. So the, the good media analyst goes beyond the five W's and the H that is the simple news information, but provides a context that is relevant to listeners, something they can go and relate to, something that is emotionally uh, linking to them, where the earlier news story must most probably be irrational based on fact. And that is the role of a really good analyst, to, to put the, the context together, to make it simpler, um, to, to show the relevance to the viewer, to add the emotions to it that, that go deep into the viewer's one. That is what a good media analyst does, and that is where the role of the media analyst is in there to, to make sure that that information comes through to the listener to the viewer. Okay, in that case, they do have a role to play. Uh, Tapella, I was going to get to you. I uh, just lost you. Do call back. I'll get to you right away. Kevin in, uh, in KZN, hi. Hi, morning, Ashraf. Yeah, good morning. Um, Ashraf, uh, we, we must also look in terms of propaganda machines, mm-hmm. especially uh, analysts that come, come on shows and radio shows and stuff that speak uh, or criticize um, a certain group. Um, you know, you've got to look at that as well. When you say what are their roles, yeah. some um, political parties actually employ um, analysts to come and analyze them, you know, when something happens. So they are also used as propaganda machines for a political party. Thanks. Okay, thank you so much for that. I wonder, what, well, do you, do you think that's true, uh, that there are propaganda machinists in terms of mouthpieces for certain countries, uh, well, for certain parties, for example? Tapella, go ahead, hi. Hey, how are you, Shekhar? I'm very good, thank you. What's up in Mafi Kang? Uh, yeah, I'm in Mafi Kang. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I would like to make you to have an input. Um, I, I have a say to uh, strongly believe that uh, our media analysts uh, are not uh, consistent. Uh, in a sense that, uh, usually I can make a reference to the case of, uh, of, of Incanta. Right. Uh, I haven't had it clearly coming out uh, 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 when they, they analyze the story because I would say they are um, more biased towards the political party, particularly the ANC. Uh, in the, a sense mo- that... Okay, but is that like one person or a whole lot? No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm making a, a general statement as far as media analy- analysts are concerned. Okay. Got that. Yeah. Tapello, thanks yeah. for that, thanks for that uh, opinion, right? Let's go back uh, to uh, Wellington as well as Wadim. But it's an interesting one. The role of the, the media stroke political analyst, what is their role? Just how influential are they in setting the news agenda? Just how influential should they be in setting the, the news agenda of a, of a, of a, of a country? Uh, and do you have any opinion on that? Love to know. 0891104207. My name is Ashraf Garda. Tweets to me. Uh, but do use the hashtag media show when doing just that anyway. And you have a third option, which is to SMS, which I will pick up in just a second or, or two. So, so let's then go back to, to this point, Wadim, about um, in, in terms you know, at what stage does one move? I suppose every one of us are effectively analysts right now as we talk. But but how does one move from just you know analyst uh, over the in, in a, at the at the patio on a, on, a, on a Sunday lunch versus being in a position to analyze uh, to an entire country and the responsibility that goes with that? How, how does one graduate to become that sort of analyst? 
I suppose there isn't really a gradation part that's that straightforward, but I think a lot of it has something to do with your own personality and what you're doing to um, promote yourself. So in other words, if you, I mean, anyone who's got, you know, political opinion or an economic opinion over a piece of lunch, but that is kind of where it stays. But the moment that you're starting to go and put that opinion to pen and paper, in other words, you're starting to go and write blogs or you're starting to go and write opinion papers and people thinking, well, that's an interesting run of thought that you're having. It's a new idea that I haven't heard before. Or that, that takes that takes that particular context in a different way, um, people are going to go and look at you. Ultimately, media organizations are looking for content, and content is very hard to go and come by, particular content that is different or distinct from others. So if you are one that can actually formulate your, your thoughts, if it's not politics or economy or social aspect, it doesn't really matter, and you, you, you're adding something to it that people haven't heard before, something that's new and distinct, um, and you're putting it onto a public platform, such as social media or blogs or whatever it is, people are going to start picking up. And the more people are starting to go and pick up and think, well, this is just an interesting opinion, the more likely you're going to go and get uh, people asking you to go and be, for instance, on a Sunday radio show. So, um, therefore, all of this depends essentially on, on your own ability to go and formulate and phrase thoughts, the differentiation between you and others, and how current and how topical your information is. But you see, it's an interesting one. So, someone tweeted uh, in, in a second, and I don't quite agree with that, but, but, but there's a part, uh, partial cor- uh, part of that question that, that's important. Uh, Sipo Piri saying, uh, whether media or political analysts, they are driven by the interview journalists to answer certain predetermined questions. Okay, kick out the word predetermined because I can tell you now, I don't know what predetermined questions really are. I just don't do that sort of thing, okay? But having said that, this is an important one, Wellington, that isn't a... a media analyst or political analyst only as good as the type of questions that are asked to that person. So so the moderator really is is not the analyst, it's the interviewer. Certainly, I, I think the questions do play a part, but that's not all because you can you can also as an analyst unpack the various questions and pose even more questions. So the predetermined part I, I, I also don't don't buy that. Um, but the questions are, are essentially good because if you ask wrong questions, then perhaps you you get very very different uh, results from perhaps asking a different question on, on a particular issue. But I wanted to put a caveat to what what Jim just said in terms of who qualifies as an analyst. Mm. I mean, the caveat to that is that look, in a country like South Africa, where there is uh, a few, well, according. It's compared to the majority of the country, a lot of people do not have access to the internet, for instance, and there's the high levels of inequality. So what tends to happen is that people with resources and uh, people who are privileged tend to become the analysts compared to the majority of the people who also have equally different and perhaps engaging uh, 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 opinions that we could be looking at. And then we don't get to, to get that because of lack of resources and high levels of inequality. Mm. Good, good, good point. I, I suppose the, the the point to think about right now, then, then Wellington is is of all the things, what must a, a political and I'm talking political now. What must a political analyst not do? Of all the things he or she does, what must they not do? Wow, that's a very interesting question. I think one of the things that they should try and and okay, let me let me let me start by the things that they should do, and perhaps we'll outline the things that uh, they shouldn't do. So one of the things that they should do is try to recognize their biases and articulate their biases because we all have biases. To say that we are unbiased in everything that we do is problematic. So one thing that they should not do is to sort of like sweep under the carpet the biases they have because we all do. 
And the second thing I think that they should do is try to be consistent. Be very consistent in whatever you do, however you do it, uh, and, and where you're coming from and where you're going, because that will ensure that people will know where you're coming from and listen to you. And let's then wrap up by, by looking at this. What, what do you mean the, the state of uh, South Africa's media or political analysts, how would you rate it? Uh, look, I've got, obviously, over the time, I've been now for just over one and a half years, been living in New Zealand, but I've been following South African politics, South African media very, very closely. It's always going to be close to my heart. So I might have a different opinion than, than people that are currently situated in South Africa. But if I'm following, if I'm looking at the South African media writing, it's an incredibly vibrant and incredible, interesting and incredibly important conversations that are happening. I know maybe not all South Africans feel that, you know, that that is something that they're currently enjoying. But let me go and tell you, living in, in an area where, where news and politics are by far, by far less impactful, far less emotional, far less interesting, I, I, I'm exceptionally proud of, of some of those conversations that are taking place in South Africa. The discourse that is happening, as painful as it might sound be, and as opinion people have, the, 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 the ability to, to, to say an opinion to, to, to state the case, to go and debate it, to go and discuss issues around bias or not. It's an incredibly important um, right that any country should go on in particular South Africa. And um, I think it is absolutely incredible the discussions that are happening now. And even though many people are not, you know, probably want to go and see a different outcome mm, mm, than mm. many others, the fact that they are able to go and do so is incredibly good. Okay. And, and final thoughts on that, Wellington Radu, just in terms of the, the state of the quality of, of South Africa's uh, political uh, analysts? Look, um, as depicted by what we see in the media, I think, as Wadima said, we certainly have a vibrant uh, media and uh, the, the opinions and perspectives coming out are quite important. Is it enough? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think the media is doing enough to reflect uh, South Africa in its diversity through the use of the analysts they, they do. Um, I think it's, 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 it's useful for us to go out there and try and get as many fresh perspectives as we can. Certainly there are a lot of stories that our country would not have seen or heard had it not been um, our media and the good work that they have, they have been doing. But I think there is much, much more that needs to be done, certainly from a perspective of diversity, uh, transformation, um, and, and issues of quality, because we do have pockets of quality, pockets of excellence, but in certain areas you find that certain stories are just uh, about stories that make some people think, oh, whoa, whoa, where, where are we going mm-hmm, with this? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> what's wrong with our media? How can, we, uh, how can we do things better? So, I mean, to a degree, we're far, far better than where we were uh, 20 years ago. Um, but going forward, I think we need to do much, much more. Okay, and that's where we, in fact, are going to leave it to Wellington Radu, who's the head of programs at uh, Media Monitoring Africa, and Wadim Schreiner, who's now based in New Zealand uh, with uh, Numetry uh, Limited. Probably the, the tweet of the morning, so far, really coming from uh, Heidi Brow, of course, who's, who's in marketing. And, and, and Heidi, to, in answer to that question, uh, you know, uh, how, do you, how do you become, how does one become a media or political analyst well, her answer, one gets a Twitter account. Okay, so Heidi then, in fact, is the political analyst for the morning. Got that point indeed. Lots more to come, including a fascinating ch- look into the, the McCann advert or campaign. Really interesting one. Little things that, that mean everything. We'll talk about that uh, in about 10 or 15 minutes' time or so anyway. But what about the IEC? So it is a 
Voter Registration Weekend. There's a couple of aspects around that. First of all, the who, what, when, where, why, but there's also a type of Facebook, which we'll do right after this.